2: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law now
3: creamer and jess mornings on mix 106.5 hello
2: hello what's up
1: happy oh it's one more sleep huh oh you need a mic why can't i hear you
3: happy thursday good
1: morning what up six o'clock club let's get into our little chant that we do on thursday mornings this is really like a war cry it's like we're so close to the weekend you can almost taste it but you still got to get through one more sleep right mm-hmm. so like let's just do that little chance just those three words one more sleep one, one more, more, sleep. Sleep. One one more sleep. sleep one more sleep one more, one more sleep. sleep one more sleep Woo! yeah feels good all right check in with us who's here 410-583-1065 we call you our six o'clock club because it's weird like we spend every morning We spend more time with you than we do with our own family sometimes.
3: It's true. That's a very true statement. So...
1: Every morning, we're pretty much consistently here with each other. Let's just say hi. Text us 410 583 1065.
3: Who's up? Veronica is here. Jess R from Westminster. Good morning. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, are here. Beautiful Beverly. Good morning. John, the Annapolis locator. Magic Mike is here. Terry, Clever Kevin, Amanda in Millersville. Lee, uh, Bonehead, Kathy in Parkville. Juan and Amelia is checking in. Happy Thursday to Terrence, Mama McJam, and a handy Andy checking in um, on this chilly morning. It is. It was kind of chilly this morning. Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore, Christine, uh, Jared, Tara, Madison, Kieran, Connor, and Aiden from PA. We have Grace in White Marsh here. BTSZ is checking in, and Phoenix Kim, happy Thursday.
1: My mom is not dead, by the way. I need to clarify that this morning. I caused a little bit of ruckus on social media accidentally last night. So, yesterday was my mom's 71st birthday.
3: I know. I texted her. Oh, it's
1: very nice of you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, so, my mom and I are very close, by the way. We do a podcast together. Like, it's we're, we're like this, we're tight, right? So, like, yeah. I haven't been on social a lot. I'm not on frequently right now because of everything going on behind the scenes, but I. It's like, oh my gosh, my mom's birthday. Like, I should, I should at least make a post, you know, my Insta story, just to, you know, show her that I love her. Mm-hmm. So I post a picture last night, and I caption it with the absolute now. In hindsight, wrong caption. I said, "Happy birthday to my angel mother." Oh, hmm, hmm, and. Because I've been so vague about what's happening behind the scenes. People assumed. Everyone thought my mom died.
3: Oh no. That's devastating. So
1: I just want to be really clear. My mom is alive and well.
3: And yeah, she just celebrated a birthday.
1: But isn't it crazy how, like one word? Oh yeah. Because the thing too is like I'm not I'm not checking social a ton right now. So like I put it away for the day. hmm Check it this morning, and it was like, oh my God, I've had two texts from friends. Did your mom die? And oh my I was gosh. like, no, my mom. My mom is alive and well. So just be careful with your wording today. Absolutely. Maybe it's a little reminder for everyone.
3: Now, now, now.
0: These are the top three trending stories in the
4: city. The Baltimore Top Three Three. with Jess. Number three.
3: Bruce Springsteen has postponed all remaining shows for 2023. In a statement, Springsteen said the decision was based off of doctor's advice as he continues to recover from peptic ulcer disease. And he was actually forced to cancel his concert earlier this month at Camden Yards. And now that date And others will be rescheduled sometime in 2024. Now, the specific makeup dates have not been announced, but they're expected to be announced as early as next week. And just keep in mind, if you were supposed to go to that Camden Yards and cannot make the makeup date, just make sure you you only have 30 days to request a refund for your ticket.
1: That's so stressful, too. I can't imagine. Like, all these celebrities... We had a a lot of, like, celebrities canceled. You know, Justin Bieber canceled a bunch of shows. Celine Mm -hmm. Dion, all because of illnesses. Right. I can't imagine trying to heal from this kind of stuff, you know, and then not really knowing when you're going to be better, but trying to also tell your fans, like, hey, I'm going to come back. I promise. Right. It's going to be a tough spot. Number two.
3: Attention all margarita lovers. A company is looking to hire an official margarita tester to drink and rate cocktails. Online Casinos is offering the job, which will give the mark tester $4,000 to use to go to Vegas and taste drinks every single day for a week. So the winner will go to Vegas for seven days sometime between November 1st and February 29th. Uh, Try these margaritas. Take photos of the margaritas um, one a day at different bars in the city. And you can apply now through Sunday, October 1st using their online application form. The winner will be chosen randomly and will be contacted within five days after the Sunday deadline.
1: This sounds so messy. Everything about this story screams messy.
3: I think I'm going (laughs) to apply.
1: $4,000 to go to Vegas. We could stop right there. If we say we're going to give somebody $4,000 to go to Vegas. We're
3: paying you to go to Vegas. We
1: could stop right there. Already a messy enough story. Yeah. Then you're going to say, hey, we need you to be an official margarita tester, tester. Mm-hmm. and drink multiple margaritas per
3: day. And take pictures while you do it. <laughs>
2: Number one.
3: Now that the Writers Guild of America strike is over, SAG-AFTRA has announced that several executives will meet with the guild next week to work toward a new contract to get Hollywood fully back on track. SAG-AFTRA, which represents approximately 160,000 actors, has been on strike. Since July 14th and other news, now that the strike is officially over, uh, the second longest walkout in WGA history of 148 days. Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, Seth Meyers and John Oliver, who've all been co-hosting the podcast Strike Force 5 uh, during the writer's strike announced that they all will be returning on TV on Monday. Um, John Oliver is actually returning on Sunday. CBS, however, has not named a replacement for James Corden's Late Late Show. So still no update on that and still no update. Date on the Daily Show on Comedy Central. I think actually Daily Show
1: just announced it maybe early this morning because I saw them post something that they're coming back. Okay. So, that's something. I kind of forgot James Corden even existed. Mm. He kind of got out at a good time, if we're being honest, I man. Mean,
3: kinda, yeah. Like,
1: let's be completely honest. You forgot about James Corden having a television show. Yeah. I guarantee you, not one not one person has thought about his show in months. And actually, I think that's for the best for him. Absolutely. I think he gets out, all this chaos goes down. Right before it all started. He yeah. Did. Wow. Okay. This is Justin. That was your top three. Did you hear the story about the 90s pop group that caused an emergency landing because one of their favorite was threatening to kill them. No. Like, this is honestly super scary. I didn't even know this until I started doing some research. We're going to talk about that story here today in our Throwback Thursday segment. What's up? If you've never been here for one of these before, we just, it's fun. It's like, you'd be like nostalgia and looking back at like the, you know, the the 2000s, the 90s, it's the perfect segment for you. We just play clips of songs that were number one today, the 28th of September, uh, from previous years in Maryland. Mm -hmm. And then I'll take you to that moment in pop culture history. This is like... Wow, like, you hear a fandom and, like, fans going crazy, but I don't even know this story. It's kind of scary. So today, the number one song in Maryland back in 2010 was arguably, actually, I'm not even going to argue it. It was the best Katy Perry song that she ever released. Oh my God. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. Junior year, all of us were like... <laughs> I was junior in high school. Obsessed. Obsessed with that whole album, honestly. I
1: think I was like 30 when this song came out, but it's okay. <laughs> but honestly, like, you can argue. that Taylor had a, I mean, not Taylor. Um, Katie, Katie had a Perry. ton of hits. That whole album,
3: honestly. But
1: like, wow, that song this is it's good. Uh, let's go back to 2003. The number one song today in Maryland would have been Nelly and Shake Ya Tail Feather.
3: Boys movie yeah. when like every movie had an awesome song and had awesome a music video. Every song, it,
1: like movies, didn't come out in what's like the 2003.
3: If you didn't have a stellar song, like a banger, it
1: wasn't a movie. Yeah. Think about how many movies in this time period came out. They all had like the song you went to. You yeah.
2: Know? All right. Today,
1: 1996, the number one song in Maryland was the Macarena. Ah!
3: Shout out to the Macarena, honestly. Yeah. No matter what, whether you like this song or not, you know the dance. Absolutely. I
1: know, like, right now, if you're not doing it in your car, you do, you're, you're thinking it about your it. You're yeah. like, you see you, it. You see yourself doing it. I can't remember many dances. Like, Soldier Boy, Crank That, I could probably still do.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The Macarena. Can you yeah. think of any other, like, Electric Slides. Electric Slides one. That's a good point. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cupid yeah. Shuffle. Another one, but I'd say there's probably five dances. Yeah, they're like iconic that, e- that
3: everybody can do at yep. a wedding.
1: Yeah, yeah. This was actually Hootie and the Blowfish, y'all. This uh, this story <gasps> is crazy. Of all oh, bands wow. that you would think like we're gonna cause chaos, it'd be Hootie and the Blowfish. But it was 25 years ago this week that Hootie and the Blowfish actually caused an emergency landing because one of their fans mm-hmm. was threatening to kill them. Now, let's go back to 1995. Actually, it was 1998. Think Hootie and the Blowfish. Jesse, this may have to like k- kind of put it in perspective. Like Hootie and the Blowfish was Taylor Swift. Mm. Like There wasn't anybody else in the pop scene at that time that was like blowing up. And Hootie and the Blowfish like was that group that everybody was talking about, right? So here they are. They're on an American Airlines flight going from New York to L.A., right? They're sitting first class because they're Hootie and the Blowfish. Where else are they going to sit, right? Okay. There's this 19-year-old super fan and coach that spotted them. Oh, no. So, uh, through the course of this flight, this guy gets super drunk.
3: Oh, no. And then he
1: tries to get into first class because he really wants to meet Hootie and the Blowfish, right? Yeah. So he's like, "Listen, you gotta believe me. I'm actually a member." Oh no! Of Hootie and the Bluefish.
3: I mean, so far not mad at him because no, I feel like anyone would really try and. That would have been a great
1: viral fun story. Totally, we could have stopped it right there. Right. This is where it actually gets worse. So he actually does get close enough to get to the group. He's like, "Hey, like, can I'm I get your autographs?" <laughs> he's like, "Can I get your autographs?" i like, "Can I get some advice?" Asking for advice randomly, and okay. then he, he finally gets kicked out of first class. Right. At this point though, he tries to attack Hootie and the Blowfish's bodyguards. Alright.
3: Now we're now we're going down a rabbit hole here.
1: He then threatened to kill the pilot, the okay. flight attendants, and Hootie and the Blowfish themselves.
3: Now I'm terrified. Right? Yeah, that's not fun. Didn't know this story. And this is all happening in the sky.
1: Literally. No. Can you imagine me on that flight? Mm-mm. Here's the worst part about this whole situation. Hootie slept through the whole thing.
3: Oh, he didn't even know what was Darius
1: coming. Rucker literally had no recollection. He slept through the whole entire thing. He said he literally woke up at one point when they did this emergency landing, because obviously they had to stop the plane.
3: And he was like, are we here? Are we there yet?
1: He was like, it's something going on? And then he went back to sleep. You know that thing that you hear about and you're like, that's really bad, but that would like never happen to me. We've all done that, right? Mm-hmm. You hear news headlines, you hear stories, and you're like, hmm, that's awful for those people, but that would probably never happen to me in my lifetime this is going to be one of those stories because one of those things actually did happen to me. And I hope you'll listen to this story because I'm going to spend the next couple of minutes explaining what happened to me and what I will consider top three worst things I've probably been through in my lifetime. Yeah. In hopes that like by you hearing this, maybe this story will stick with you and you'll make some different decisions before you were doing what I simply was doing a pretty normal activity.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I want to give a really quick trigger warning, too. If you're sensitive to assault, robbery, abuse, any of those kind of situations, this probably isn't going to be the story for you. And I want to be sensitive to that because the last thing we want is like you to walk away from this morning show not feeling good. That's never our objective, right?
3: Right, but, but it is a tough thing that we got to talk about.
1: Yeah, uh, so to rip the Band-Aid off, I was attacked and robbed. It's the first time I got emotional about it Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, while I was taking a walk in Baltimore City. And God, I mean, going back to like, yeah, you hear about these things happening. And, you know, I've lived here for three years and I've lived over in, you know, in, in the city for a while. And as much as I hear these headlines, I... I never wanted to like be that guy, you know. I never wanted to feel like downtown was an unsafe place. There were things to worry about because I've never experienced anything or even seen anything mm-hmm. that would even make me be concerned.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. But taking a a simple walk that I have taken <laughs> probably a hundred times. Uh yeah. I was uh, I was ta- attacked and I was I was robbed. Um, Which, obviously, you can imagine is uh, really scary. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, to be honest with you, the actual attack itself, I don't have much memory of. I can't really give you a lot of details of what I remember happening because I either, because of my concussion that I have, either don't remember it or maybe I went into shock. I don't know. But there's about a 10-minute window of my life that I... I didn't know what happened.
3: Yeah, I think I think you were blacked out.
1: Uh, I, honestly, with everything that that did happen, um, I'm thankful to be here today, and I think that that's to me. If we're gonna look at like the good news, I'm just I'm thankful to be alive. I'm thankful to be here. I'm sure that like, if this obviously this is the first time you're probably hearing the story, and so you're probably wondering like, how am I? Uh, I'm dealing with this pretty gnarly concussion. Uh, I got some brain fog going on, man. Like, the show's been really challenging the last couple of days. Right now, Now this
3: this happened two weeks ago at this point.
1: Around two weeks, yeah.
3: Yeah, and so the things that you're dealing with currently since being seen and being in and out of the ER.
1: Obviously, this is a very, very long story that we're trying to sum up in just a couple of minutes here to kind of give you a brief overview.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, But yeah, so, like, dealing with the concussion's been rough. Honestly, I think for me, the hardest part right now is, like... Like, the emotional side of it.
3: Right. So, like, where are you at mentally?
1: I mean, it's hard to go outside. Mm -hmm. If I'm being completely honest with you, like, it's hard to go outside of my house and, like, not worry about it. It's, I have been on, like, high alert with everything. And I think that, like, my biggest fear, I guess there's a a lot of fears in here. Obviously, the number one fear is, am I going to get back to 100% physically Mm -hmm. because my brain is not fully here yet and like that's terrifying to me like to lose control of your brain is very scary I'd say all the injuries I've dealt with in a lifetime brain ones are tricky
3: yeah because the concussion too it's not something that I just like it's gonna last over a few days like this is something that can potentially the after effects sometimes a month or so. Yeah. So obviously this is something that we will be dealing with as a show. I think it was important and that you mentioned that we wanted to share with you guys because this isn't going to go away right away. Yeah. Um not just like mentally but emotionally. And so I think during this time we want to be transparent with all of you because we're a family but also asking for grace because there may be some difficult days, you know what I mean? And then, <laughs> any then I think mess it's, up. Well, well, yeah, I any mean, mess
1: up, we're going to go ahead and assume it's because of the concussion. Okay. <laughs> I
3: mean, mess ups, but it's, you know, this, it's a healing process Yeah. and everybody heals differently. And this is going to be a process for us. And we just want to let you all know what's going on.
1: I think if I can like leave you with two things, man, well, you know, I know number one, you probably have a million questions of what happened and how it went down. And when it, And obviously we, we don't have a ton of time to break it down live on the radio. We just kind of wanted to give you the, the broad overview. If you do want to hear a more complete story of this, Jess and my therapist friend Leah and myself sat down yesterday and recorded a little under an hour podcast of just about all I can tell you from the situation. Yeah. So if you want to know more or maybe this sounds like something you'd want to find out more about because you want to keep yourself safe we have our podcast up it's called kramer and jess uncensored this is a different podcast than our on-demand show it's kramer and jess uncensored which you can get on any podcast player it's our odyssey app apple podcast spotify or KramerandJess.com mm-hmm. is a good place to start with that. I do want to leave you, though, with these two things in case you don't hear anything else about this story. You know, again, I never thought this would happen to me. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you there's somebody driving in their car right now.
3: Everybody feels that way.
1: That feels like I've heard headlines like this before, but I never thought that it would be me. Mm-hmm. I never in a million years imagined when I went out for a pretty casual walk. That I would be in a
3: public place in a
1: very public place Mm -hmm. that I would be attacked and robbed Mm -hmm. never thought that would happen right so I just want to leave you with these two pieces of of like knowing what I know now I would just say if you ever have the opportunity to not walk alone try to take somebody with you I obviously that's not all the time but I think the buddy system would have been really helpful in this situation if I did have someone to walk with at the time that'd be awesome Number two is if you are out alone, try to not try to be really aware of your surroundings. I was wearing headphones at the time, mm-hmm. and I think that if I wasn't wearing headphones, I probably would have been a little more
3: aware aware
1: of, of or, or could be obviously more cognizant of what everything that was happening around me. Right. So, again, I share this story with you for those two reasons. I want you to know what's going on behind the scenes of the show, but I also like want you to be safe. I never want you to go through this. There's so many people that have come to my aid over the last two weeks that we would take the rest of the show to thank so we won't get into them specifically but just know thank you for that for you for you guys is for you as a radio family like thank you for like getting through this not so comfortable chapter with us you know mm-hmm. and um i don't know if you pray i don't know if you just like send out good vibes or i am a really big believer in like sending positive energy and like if there's one thing that i'm asking for right now it's just sending good vibes that like I can get back to a place where I'm not like terrified.
3: And I think something that you have to give to yourself is grace and patience because it's okay if it takes a while to get to that place.
1: Stephanie, what's up?
4: I just wanted to call and tell you that I'm so sorry for what happened to you. Thank and you. I completely identify with what you're going through. Mm hmm. Um, and the concussion, you know, they say it's over a couple of days, but it takes an entire year mm. for your brain to heal from that.
1: Yeah,
4: um, I've been through it, but I also know that talking about it. I'm sorry, I'm going to cry because I feel so bad for you. It's okay, well,
1: I, I feel bad for you. Obviously, it sounds like you've got some struggles with this too. You yeah. know, and I hate it. I hate that like we're having to honestly have this kind. Con- I mean, honestly. I would be lying. I would say there's not a part of me that's angry that we're even having to have this conversation you on the
4: radio. You should be angry. You should be pissed yeah. that we live in a society where people are just matching energies and it's just cleaning dirt with dirt, and there's no compassion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just there's, – there's no love for anyone anymore. Everybody is just entitled and thinks that it's just take, take, take.
2: Yeah.
4: So the one thing I can tell you about being a victim is you can either – Live your life scared and think this is going to happen again, or you can take this, take your power back, and become a victor. Yeah. And just stand up and say, no, this is not going to happen again. I'm. I'm not going to take this. I'm not going to accept this, and I'm yeah. going to be
1: better. So you know, I'm not going to ask you know for for you to share details with your story if you don't feel comfortable. But like, it sounds like you you've been through something similar. How did you? What steps did you take to go? Because like, you know, right now this is still so new. It feels so overwhelming. It feels like it's controlling my life.
4: It is, and it's going to. And until you talk to someone, and you're doing the right thing by letting people know your story, mm-hmm. staying silent helps no one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the mistake I made. And I've been hoarding things in for years. Mm-hmm. And on my way home yesterday, Priestley was on the radio and he read your status. And I was like, I've got to tune in tomorrow to see what's going on. Yeah. I got out of the car to run in Giant for cleaning supplies because I clean houses. <laughs> yeah. And then I missed the first part of your story. So I came back in the car and I heard what you were saying. Yeah. And I just needed to pick up the phone and tell you, you're going to be okay. Well,
1: thank mm. you for that. Honestly, Stephanie, thank that means that means a lot. You know, thank this you, this Stephanie. does. You know, uh, never thought I'd be the guy, um, but and it, it really feels eat. it feels isolating, kind of like going through the divorce where you kind of feel like you're on this lonely island. So I really appreciate. I, I you. just did that. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> Two
4: days like days ago, I I went through a very bad divorce. I'm um, so sorry.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, listen, life is life is so hard, but like honestly, my favorite purple. part of hosting this radio show is you guys like coming forward and, and saying this kind of stuff. And I know you've been through some hell too, Stephanie, so I appreciate you calling and sharing that this morning.
4: You've got this. Just remember, you are better than what happened to you and that guy has karma coming to him.
1: Thank you for that. Uh, you know, you hit on something though that I I do think is really important and as you can imagine, coming on a public radio show and talking about this isn't easy. But I, I right. do, Jess and I do really hold ourselves to a high level of trying to be able to share every human experience mm-hmm. from the good and the bad, mm-hmm. right? And I'm hoping that, you know, by you hearing this story, it may help you one day. Maybe there's some person that says, "Maybe I don't need to be walking alone." You know, maybe I don't need to be wearing headphones or whatever, and it will prevent you from going through the same thing. Or and those that have been through it, I mean, yeah, knowing that like you're also not alone. I'm also going through the same kind of struggles right now. Um, we did, you know, talking about sharing the, the the story and everything that happened. We did post pictures of the basically what had happened to me. Uh, again, it's not for people. It's more to say. Hey, this stuff is real.
3: Yeah, Um, and an explanation, just a little more detail than we can actually go on the air. So
1: it's on social media if you want to go and, like, read more about the story. Hi, uh, Trisha, what's up?
4: I just wanted to tell you that your story just, like, I don't want to get emotional, but my heart just goes out for you. Um, I've had some traumatic things happen to me, too, before. Mm Yeah. But you just, what she said just gave me the chills because you really do... Have to give yourself grace and yeah. time, and the strength you have to talk about it is so amazing. Well, and I will pray for you. Thank you. Because I know the traumatic this is. Yeah, uh, it's gonna, it's, just, it's definitely. Don't detach yourself. Yeah, you know, um, face it head on, and 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 don't be afraid of everything. I yeah. did that for so many years, and you just let them win.
1: Yeah, I listen. I uh, I, I appreciate you saying that. I mean, it's just knowing you guys are behind me honestly makes this so much easier like one of the hardest parts is coming to studio for the last couple of weeks and like not being able to talk about it and kind of having to live behind this like weirdness that i was going through yeah so trisha i Uh i I just appreciate you calling and and, and talking this morning honestly thank you so much for that Of course,
4: and i will pray for you and i will have others pray for you for your healing and just
1: Stay strong. Well, thank you. Honestly, that's <laughs> that's the best part of the radio show. Honestly, is that we I know there's a, a lot of people out there, and I really do. I believe in these. This good. If you want to say prayers or good energy or whatever, and, mm-hmm. and you know by by you taking even a second to even think about me today, I really I appreciate that. So here's what I want to do is I want to put a, a pin in this for now. if That's okay um, because obviously this is it's a really heavy thing. Um, you know my full story of how I was attacked. And, robbed. and it is important. And I do want to keep bringing light to it because I don't – I really want this to be prevented from happening to somebody else. So the full story is on our Uncensored podcast, Kramer and Jess Uncensored. Kramer and Jess Uncensored. And it's not for little ears, by the way. We get pretty – um I mean, we get pretty graphic. We use some bad words in there. No, so. right,
3: right. It's definitely an adult conversation.
1: So, Kramer and Jess uncensored. You can just type that into any podcast player, our Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. You can go to Kramer and Jess and click on Kramer and Jess uncensored to get that episode. Um, and yeah, on Facebook, there's there's more about it too uh, with with Kramer and Jess. I just appreciate this conversation today. Thanks for letting us have it. And really what I would like to do now, if that's okay with everybody, is we just kind of go back to having some fun too. Right. Because I feel like life's got to be a little bit of a balance right now. Mm -hmm. And we'll kind of get back to our, you know, our, our typical...
2: Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today. Now, now, now.
3: These are the top three trending stories in the city.
2: The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess. Three.
3: Number three, the government could possibly shut down on Sunday if Congress does not act, a possibility that looks increasingly likely. Uh, The Senate is actually holding a vote today to move forward with a continuing resolution to temporarily fund the government until November 17th. If it does shut down, millions of federal workers and military personnel will lose their paychecks. Some essential workers like TSA employees will have to work without pay, but Social Security checks will continue to go out.
1: So obviously this is really sensitive. But I know actually a lot of you will be affected working so close to Washington. Right. Uh, so I don't want to make light of this by any means. But these kind of things always get me so irritated because it almost turns into a soap opera. Yeah. I, from my cons- from my memory, basically how this goes, is it gets like very dramatic. It's like government shutting down, government sh- or like a soap opera almost. Mm-hmm. And then like within like the last five minutes, they're like, okay, we're keeping it open, and we're all like, yay! <laughs> like. Again, I don't want this to affect anybody, but I also just don't want to be here for the soap opera this time of it, you know?
2: Number
3: two. Aunt Lisa is the giant pumpkin that has arrived at Valley View Farms in Hunt Valley, weighing in at 1,378 pounds. The giant pumpkin will be on display at Valley View until October 28th, and that's when all the seeds will be counted at 12 p.m. The person that guesses the right amount will win a $300 Valley View Farms gift card. So welcome, Aunt Lisa. Aunt Lisa. I wouldn't even know how to,
1: like... I hate guessing games. Begin to guess. Like, is it 30 or is it 3 million?
3: You know? And, like, and I I keep seeing, uh, like, videos of her on TV. And it's just like, how can you guess how many... And, and pumpkins have so many seeds in them. Okay. They have so many. Let's
1: do this right now.
3: No, I don't want to guess. No, I want to guess. I don't want to.
1: I want to guess. And I, I want to come know. back to this day when they finally announce it and be like, wow, we were way off.
3: Uh, what do you think? A giant... How, how big is it again? How many pounds? 1,378. How many seeds? I mean, if I usually, when I'm carving pumpkins and it's small, I feel like there's like easily 50, like 50 seeds in there. So how many? So this, this is like massive. I'm going to say 761 seeds. I'm going. I think I just, well, I hate cooking. I'm going
1: 5,000 seeds. See? Five, I, I don't know. I could be way over, way under. I have no idea. Just seven, seven what?
3: I don't know what did I say. Seven sixty one. Someone
1: write that down for us, please. No one care about seven sixty one. I'm I don't saying five thousand, and we'll come back when it's actually announced. Number one.
3: As Joe Jonas begins what is about to be a very intense child custody battle with ex-wife Sophie Turner, it seems like the Game of Thrones actress has a surprising ally. Just a week after Turner was spotted with fellow Joe Jonas ex Taylor Swift, the singer has reportedly loaned Turner a place to stay. Sources say Swift has let Turner and her kids borrow uh, an apartment in New York City Tribeca area as the singer reportedly keeps it as an investment property. Others have actually reportedly seen uh, Sophie around the neighborhood. Um, But in other news, just FYI, so everybody is emotionally and mentally prepared for for this, Taylor Swift is expected to be in the house when Travis Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs take on the New York Jets at MetLife Stadium this Sunday. So get ready for part two, baby.
1: I saw his shirt on Instagram yesterday, and it was like, I'm the biggest fan of Taylor Swift's boyfriend's team. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like... God, if you're a football fan,
3: all of his jerseys are gone. There's like new jerseys going on because of obviously her whole like red situation in Kansas City is red, like it's a whole thing.
1: That's really that's a I don't know, man. I also feel like what she's doing is a little bit dirty. I'll tell you, going through divorce. Well, it's tricky because. Like, I remember this. I remember when, and you know who I'm talking about. One of my friends, when I was getting divorced, was like commenting on all my ex-wife's photos on Instagram and like, yeah, girl, you do, you live your best life. And I'm like, yeah, you got to pick sides. You got to pick sides, Wait, man. who are you mad at right Taylor, now? Taylor, for like going to, and being like, we're best for, like, like, so, and now do we have a split between well, no, Taylor and the I jo mean, Bros? Well, no,
3: there's no, there's no side to pick because obviously that's her ex. So like, are we surprised? I mean,
1: it still just feels, I don't know, the, how, why did they break up? Do we know? It just feels dirty to me for whatever reason.
3: This is Jess and that was your time. Top three. Do you feel a little crazy doing it?
2: It's about to go down. <laughs> Perfect. We want to know everything. Dish.
1: Oh, oh. It's
2: talk me out of it. Please.
3: With Kramer and Jess.
2: Mix 1065.
1: Okay, Anonymous, we have got you on our voice disguiser. So, what is this, uh, this crazy idea that you got going through your head?
5: So, I need to tell my best friend's girlfriend that he's a cheater. Uh oh.
1: Uh, like, currently cheating on her, or is cheating in the past?
5: All of the above. Okay. Oh, wow. So, we've been friends since high school, found a new girlfriend, mm-hmm. and I was really excited for him. He seemed to be all in, mm-hmm. and I'm talking to my husband about, I'm really excited for him. Yeah. He's got this new woman, he's got this great new outlook on life, and he's just like, yeah, right. He's still hooking up with his ex. Uh,
1: Nothing okay. has ever changed. And you're sure, like, for a fact, you trust your husband's story that, like, he is for sure doing this?
5: Yeah, I mean, they've been also friends for years. We've okay. all been together. And I really was trying to do some, some covert operations. Like, I tried to look her up. I tried to find someone where we were connected and maybe secretly DM her. You know, just try to get as much information as I could. And I can't find anything. Uh-huh. So the only time I'm going to see her is going to be this weekend at his birthday so what is it that you want to do here? Well, I really want to just pull her aside and kind of give her the down low. You want to tell her that he's cheating on her?
1: At his birthday party?
5: <laughs> well, basically because I can't figure out any other way to get a hold of her. So I'm not being like female bond together power thing here, but I mean, she's just divorced. And he told us that. Uh-huh. The kids, he's hanging out with the kids. I mean, you don't pick up carpool dude if you're still
1: having sex with your ex-wife wow so he's like he's moving in quick then yeah his reputation in general he's like like that he's a player he's a player okay Okay. Okay. and you feel like you need to like let this new woman know before she gets hurt
5: right because i mean you know it's a small world we've all been friends since high school we all know Right? Yeah. No, I get it. I get it.
1: You can love somebody and not want to date them. I, I, I've got plenty of friends yeah. like that. So I get right. it. Yeah. Uh, um, wow, that's tricky. Okay. So 410 583 1065. If I have this correct, basically, Anonymous, you're saying that you have had a friend for a very long time, since high school. Uh, you, He's divorced. He's dating somebody new and kind of moving in really fast with the kids and everything else. But you have also heard from your husband that he's still sleeping with his ex-wife. So, so you want to actually say something to her at his birthday party this weekend? Yeah. Okay. Do we tell Anonymous to go for that or do we talk her out of it? Just your face. 410-583-1065. Um, I,
3: That's tough. Yeah. I just don't even think that you can tell her. Because your husband, obviously, I'm sure he wasn't supposed to tell you in the first place. No, yeah, he totally fucked up. Exactly. That's going to cause issues between you guys because that's his friend as well. I just feel like you should go to your friend and tell him that uh, basically what you said to us, that you love him, but you're tired of seeing him be trash and treating women this way. Because I don't think that you can go to this stranger and tell her what's going on. No, I get your
5: point, but this wouldn't be the first rodeo with him where I've been like, listen, dude, you are really being a scumbag here and not doing the right thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
5: And I just, I would feel so crappy if he did this again, where she's
1: vulnerable. I don't know. I I get it. Like, I get where you're at. And, like, I think at the end of the day, you're going to have to say, what's going to make you sleep better at night? Knowing that you were loyal to your friend and didn't cause drama at his birthday or saying, like, I saved that woman from being in a really crappy situation. And I think that honestly, if your priority is that like you want to protect this woman from being with a guy that's not that great, then, then you do have to say something. Like, there's really – like, I don't know that you would be able to go to this party and keep a straight face and talk to your friend and see them how many more times they stay together – I, I think if that's your priority, you have to say something. But uh, what, what do you think? So let's uh, let's get calls four ten five eight three one zero six five. Anonymous literally knows that one of her friends is cheating on this new woman that he is dating. She would feel terrible if she if you know this woman kind of get hurt in the situation. Is it her responsibility to say something? Hey, Brittany from Baltimore. Good morning. Good morning. Do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? No, I think she should mind her business on this one. And, and why? I think that if,
4: honestly, if this isn't her first rodeo with this, this friend, maybe she should be reevaluating who she wants to be friends with. Like, if this is his yeah. character, maybe yeah. she should just, you know, go ahead and cut that off. I wouldn't even go to the birthday party. I mean,
3: I I agree with you on that. And I and that was something I wanted to mention to her that I didn't. So I'm kind of glad that you brought that up. I wouldn't yeah. go to the party either.
4: What happens when she tells the, the woman and she stays with him? Exactly. Well,
1: that's a good point. You know, I'm, I'm torn. I've got, the more I'm thinking about this, the more I'm torn about this. Because yes, I think if you're if you're like I said earlier, if your objective is to absolutely be this women looking out for women, like don't let guys cheat on you, then like then don't be with a friend like then, that. Then like you got to tell yeah. her. But on the other side, like I would I don't I would never tell my friend like if like if he was dating somebody and he was cheating, I would never go to her and be like, by the way, you know, like I that's why I'm like I'm torn on this. Uh, I feel that though, Brittany. Thank you for calling us. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. 410-583-1065. Hey, Hannah from Cecil County. Good morning. Morning. Uh, you know, so she is debating if she should tell her friend's new girlfriend that he's basically still hooking up with his ex-wife. Like, is that is that a like, smart idea? Should she go for it or do you talk her out of it? She should absolutely do it. Um,
0: first of all, it's just, like, girl code, you know? Like, you have to tell someone if you know that, Someone is cheating on them, um, but also like this has happened to me before. And mm. someone that I was dating, like I, you know, you should never date divorced guys, right? Because they're gonna go right back. <laughs> Hang to
3: their on, ex-boy. careful,
1: <laughs> careful. We're not all it's terrible. Happened
3: to me twice well, now. When, what happened to you? What's your? Well, what, what was your situation? So I was I was dating this guy for like eight months, and he was divorced, and I literally
0: walked in on him in his ex life. Oh. Sorry. And I found out later from one of his friends who also sort of became one of my friends. Yeah, She found out and she knew. and Apparently the whole group knew and no one said a word to me. <sighs> like I spent time with these people, like getting to know them. And this whole group of people never said a single thing to me. And I, I just don't understand like why you wouldn't say something. Like how can you live with yourself knowing that and not it to the person who is being affected by it
1: but don't you okay so I uh, I disagree with you on a couple of things number one divorce guys were fine uh, number two uh, uh, um, <laughs> I I just want I don't know like for example my best friend Dan right like if I knew he was cheating on his girlfriend I'm not gonna tell her he like, I, like I I don't think I would be able to do that you know but you feel like the loyalty remains female to female like if a female knows a female needs to tell uh, I think that no matter
0: what gender you are, you should tell people because yeah. if you have that information, like you are literally changing the course of their life and withholding that from them, like they were they're just
3: gonna get more hurt okay i do I do understand how like almost. So, like, very uncomfortable it must have been for you. I, You guys were together for eight months. That's a long time. Yeah. I think in this situation, yeah. they've been together for a month. I'm not trying to excuse any behavior, but I can understand. Eight months is a long time to get to know people, for them not to say something to you.
1: So, okay, we hear it. So she should, she should go for it in your mind.
3: Yeah, absolutely. She should go for it.
1: Okay. okay. All right. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Hello, Pat from West Hello. Westminster. Good morning. Hello. So what do you think? Do we tell her to go for this or talk her out of it? I wouldn't talk her out of it, but what I would do is I would at the birthday party ask the girl for like a phone number and like say, "Hey, we should hang out sometime to get to know each other better." So and you but you maybe, still would say something though, even not just not at the birthday party. Yeah, I wouldn't say
4: at the birthday party because it might turn into World War 3, but I would definitely say something.
3: But to the to the to the new girlfriend, you think she needs to do that?
4: Yeah, I think she she should, especially if there's kids and in all involved and he's already Hanging out with the kids and stuff because they're going
1: to get hurt, too. The kid thing is definitely tricky for me. Like The kid thing is absolutely, yeah, it's messy. Messy is a great way to put it. But, like, honestly, though, think about this. Like, could you honestly, like, betray your friend like that?
4: Uh, If they've done
1: it more than once, yeah. Okay. They need to stop. Okay. All right. I hear you. I'm glad you called today. Thanks so much. No problem. Thank you. 410-583-1065. Hello, Jen from Pasadena. Good morning. Good morning. I mean, what do we do? You know, in this situation, she knows that one of her best friends since high school is cheating on his new girlfriend. This poor woman sounds like she's already kind of been through the ringer. She's got kids involved. Like She feels like she needs to go tell this woman that, hey, my best friend's cheating on you. Uh, Do we tell her to go for that or talk her out of it?
0: I think she should at least reconsider when she tells her. Maybe she should just get her contact information during the party so that she can maybe hook up with her another time
3: after to tell her what's going on. But you think that she should tell her, though, just in general? That's what our last caller said, too. And I th- th- th-
1: you still feel, though, because I'm just I'm trying to figure out where loyalty lies here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to figure out where where in the like, if this is your best friend since well, high school.
0: I don't school. think she's loyal to her. I don't think she's loyal to her friend because she wants to tell the woman that he's sleeping with. oh right. because she's
3: even considering it so at that point it's like well you're because it's a consideration then you it's not even like you want to protect him in any way
1: right I just don't know that I could do that I feel like if I've been friends with somebody for 20 years or whatever I don't know how she is but like since high school yeah and like they're going they're they're doing some rigmarole out there like I don't think I'm gonna be the one though to like intervene like yeah. why, why do you feel like she should be the one to do that? Just from my perspective, I just feel
3: like I wouldn't want it done to me. I would okay.
1: want That's out. That's, that's valid. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's nobody, valid. honestly, none of us would want to also be in the other shoes. No,
3: nobody wants to be at a party where everybody knows a secret okay. about you. Okay,
1: that's, that's a good point. Okay, I'm glad you called today. Thanks so much. Thank you. Hey, Anonymous. Hi. So, after all this, thoughts?
5: I just, I go back to the fact where you said, you know, if I, I can't sleep at night. I know that this is happening, and... I can't go back to the Skype group and just be like, I did nothing.
3: I just, I would just think about it. I don't know if, if dropping a truth bomb like that in an environment when everyone is drinking is a smart idea as well. So I would just, yeah. I would just think about it.
1: It would definitely have its, its repercussions, you know, but like, <laughs> I hate that your friend put you in this spot. You know, like I hate that you feel mm-hmm. this weight on you to like even have to do something. It sucks, mm-hmm. right? There's no doubt. Mm-hmm. The old me
5: wouldn't have done anything. I would have just—it would have just been another fun story that he was telling us. Right. Yeah.
1: Another
5: one on the chalkboard
1: check mark. Yeah. Well, as you get older, I feel like this, this kind of stuff changes. I get it. You know, so like, OK, here's the deal. I don't know if you've heard our segment before, but typically what we do is we'd like to get the update of what people actually decided to do in these situations because we're just nosy. And these are always really interesting stories. So would you be OK giving us a call back on Monday and letting us know how this whole thing turned out? And we'll do it like at like the same time, like 8, 820 when you originally called in.
5: Okay, yeah, no, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to do a lot more thinking on it, but I appreciate the help. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you
0: subscribe to get the show daily.
2: And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars.
0: Here, Kramer and Jess, live every morning on Mix 1065 Baltimore. And
2: check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,